The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So last year, Rosh Hashanah, because of COVID, I didn't daven in a shul. I davened in a tent and davened outside. All the minyanim had to daven outside. The, the chazin who davened for the Ahmed, um, and he davened Yom Kippur also, which is Musaf, he davened Musaf, which is like four hours, three hours, is 96 years old. 96, Holocaust survivor. Magnificent voice at night. I don't know how he does it. He got a power. He's 96 years old. He beautiful voice. And not like a powerful voice. I'm very proud that he's still a chazin. He was a chazin in the Holocaust when he was 13, I think. Something like that. Anyway, I'm very into talking to Holocaust survivors because I deal a lot with survivors of abuse. And what was more abusive than the Holocaust? So I like to pick their brains to understand, like, how did you guys make it? Like, how, how did you go through that trauma and make it? And did you like Hashem? Did you have a relationship with Hashem? Were you angry at Hashem? Did you question Hashem? Because the kids that go through trauma, they get angry at Hashem, they question Hashem. So if I could pick their brains and figure out how they did it, then I could give advice to kids who are going through the same thing. So I'm very into talking to Holocaust survivors. He's a Holocaust survivor. So one day I went over to him, and I was davening in the tent, and I, it was right after Kiddush, and I said to him, could I ask you a question and, and do me a favor? I, I, want, I need an honest answer, because you tell me the truth. If you were an atheist for 10 years afterwards, or you didn't want to talk to Hashem for 30 years, you, I'm not, whatever you're going to tell me, I'm not going to go off to Derek. Don't worry. But tell me the truth. Don't make like, oh, it was Hashem, Hashem, Hashem. I need to know, you're a young guy, you're a teenager, right? You lost, he lost everything. He lost everything. His town was wiped out. No friends left, no family left, nothing. Right? So I said to him, after the war, he came back to his town. He was waiting for his father, his mother, nothing. Aunts, uncles, nothing. Cousins, nothing. Brothers, sisters, nothing. His friends, nothing. They mamish killed the whole town. He made it. But he, they killed the whole town. He was in, I don't know what, he was in a, he was in a concentration camp, a work camp, all over the place. So, I said, did you know that six million Jews died when you were in the, in the concentration camp? He said, no, we didn't know. We knew in the concentration camp Jews were dying. They didn't know that six million Jews in the world died. They had no idea. He said, so when he went to the DP camp, that's after, and, and you know, where the Jews got together, that's when everyone started talking. All the Hungarians got killed, and the Polish got killed, the Romanians got killed, and, and they realized a lot of Jews got killed. So, he has these big, like, very bright blue eyes. He's 96 years old. So I said, so like, did you have any questions on Hashem? And this old man looks at me, and he says, I did. I'm like, oh, a normal one. It's normal to have questions. When you go through something like that, especially if you're a teenager. It's not like he was a rebel, he was a teenager. I said, oh, you did have questions. He goes, yes, I had one question. I'm like, okay, do you mind sharing with me? Like, what was that question? He says, one night, I was crying. I had nobody. He says, you don't understand. You're in the world. You don't speak the language. You don't know anyone. You have no reference. There's no reference. You don't have a friend. You don't have a, a neighbor. You, you, there's no reference. You're like, you're like a fish out of water. There's, like, there's, there's, no, there's no connection. There's no one you can bounce off. He had nothing. 
He says, I looked up, I was crying. He says, I looked up at Shemayim. I said, Hashem, I have one question I want to ask you. I just heard that millions of Jews died. Why did you save me? What did, why am I special? What did I do good that you saved me? Not! Why did five million Jews die? How could you do this, Hashem? You're evil, you're mean. No. That wasn't his question. Hashem does what he does, and I don't know what he does, but I'm a nobody. Why did you save me? That was his question. Not why anyone died. So I want to tell you, Rabbi Wallerstein, what I did. He said, Hashem, I don't know why you saved me. It's a true story. Man told me this himself. It's not in a book. He said, Hashem, I don't know why you saved me. Everyone else in my town died. I don't know why you saved me. But I'm going to tell you something. He was a teenager. He said, believe me there, when I die, after 120 years, he's almost there, he's at 96, he should live till 120. Now he's 97 this year. He says, when I come to Shemayim, I'm going to have proven to you that you made a good choice. That's what he said. I'm going to prove to you that he made a good choice. Rabbi Wallerstein, you heard me diving today for the Ahmed? He made a good choice, no? I'm a good bachelor, no? And my grandchildren's in brisk. And the other one's a love. And the other one's a doctor. And he starts telling me about, he's got, can I know how great-great-grandchildren. And he goes through the whole list and he goes, she made a good choice. I made up my mind as a teenager. I'm not going to waste the choice that Hashem made. Do you understand? He came through this trauma and all he's looking at back is not his trauma, but that I got out alive in one piece. I'm going to prove to you that you made a good choice. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a survivor. I'm not going to be a victim. I'm going to be a victor. And that, girls, is a choice that everyone has. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.